2: Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte Technology Careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte.
1: Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer and you're listening to The Voice of the People. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. BoxingVoice.com. What broke him down? Was it body punching? I
3: was hitting him with body
1: punching. I heard him, actually he
4: was
0: crying in there. You were saying
4: that Big was
1: crying when yep. you hit him. That yes. when, when did that happen? And perhaps the fourth round on. Boxwoods.com. So that you knew you had him by that Absolutely. time. Absolutely, I knew he were, was were tough and taking those punches. Dollar D. Beyonce Productions. Making women gestures like. Oh, oh, oh. Let's go, champ. Shannon chance chance With the same champ I'm, I'm <laughs> a treat like he's a C-plus fighter I'm dominate dominant, I'm a I'm talking about punishment We're gonna punish you for 12 rounds Either the referee says you had enough Or you can say you had enough Or you can stay ass there all night Until you ain't had enough Man, I feel I'm the best in the sport And to be the best, you got to beat the best And all I did was Opponents, I work my way from the bottom to the top. I win a title by being top competition and, and top fighters. Ooh. This guy with awesome. champion. do you feel that you're the best
2: super middleweight right now? Well, I Let's go, champ.
1: He can bring depression, he can box. I'm a true champion, I'm willing to go to his turf in Atlantic City. I'm gonna step on him, I'm gonna crush him. Y'all can mark my work. To this, i is, I'm gonna. Crush him, he's a C-plus fighter, I'm an A-plus fighter Come Saturday night next week, all the fans tune in cause I'm a dominate. This guy is flat for swing, wow I'm not worried about who his trainer is cause his trainer can't get in there and fight that for him Production
2: Good morning, TV. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, and we're back to talk the heavyweight division. The biggest fight in boxing, the most anticipated fight in boxing, Fury Wilder 3 undercard has been announced, and it is. Lovely, it is definitely a uh, very good fight card. I mean, uh, three heavyweight fights slated to take place. Obviously, the trilogy between uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder for the WBC World Heavyweight Championship, as well as the Ring uh, Magazine Belt. And more than likely, the lenial championship that Fury has been claiming for some time. Then on the undercard, we have former PBC Al Heyman advised F.A. Ajagba, now in a multi fight deal with top rank and James Prince, taking on current PBC associate Frank Sanchez whose last two fights have been on the zone courtesy of his stablemate mate Alvarez and then the return and rematch of Adam Kovnaki versus Robert Hellenius uh, from Helsinki I believe he is from and uh, that was a fantastic fight that was a upset win for Hellenius. Obviously, Adam, the undefeated heavyweight, was in route to a possible Deontay Wilder uh shot. Now, obviously, Wilder's extremely busy, but at the time, remember, Wilder still had the belt, and, and they had him and Adam on the same stage. So, very, very good undercard fights. Now, um you know, in terms of uh in terms of uh The rest of the undercard, um, we haven't seen the mention of Tommy Fury and Marcellus Wilder. Uh, That is a good fight, you know, that I think people would like and it can add to the pay-per-view, but I don't know that the money is there. Because these guys are names in their own right, even though they're in their infancy of their of their career, they are names, so it's going to add more of an expense to the card. But as a fight fan, I think it's a beautiful storyline if we can put the brother of Tyson Fury and the brother of Deontay Wilder to open up this card, if not at least be on the undercard. Uh, but I, I I love the feeling of this card. I love the, the throwback feeling of an all heavyweight card. You know, Eddie did this uh not too long ago, maybe a few years uh or less and 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 Don King used to love doing this. You know, uh so I I love it, you know. I love it. Um that being said, we are scheduled to have Fabio Wardley on the show also a heavyweight uh, you know. And uh, we're going to be talking to him and asking him some heavyweight questions. And if you want to ask him, you know, some overhand rights and left hooks, go ahead and sign up to our Patreon page and become a member and, and, and shoot him a jab in, a, in the form of a question, man. Um, we're here. We're rocking out seven days a week. Uh, yesterday, I visited the, the, the gym of Keith One Time Thurman. You could check out, you know, at least two of those interviews right here and, 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 and all of them on Fight Hype. Um, you know, I want to double upload, right. You know, uh, but I just don't have the time. I don't have the time, man. Um, and I wish, you know, you know, I wish there was money to make. Cause then I could just pay someone to upload my own. but bro, like this is exactly why I struck a deal. If I had like, look, I did an interview with Keith and on my channel, that shit did 392,000 views, right? Uh, Excuse me uh 3925,000 views, which is a decent number. Uh but that same interview on Fight Hype did uh it's at like 130,000. So, you know, I'll eventually put my interviews on this channel as well just at my own time. You know, I can't be a slave to uploading when it's uh it makes very little sense you know time is money money is time and I don't like spending time uploading not to be productive but um the views and the awareness and the comments I mean Jesus I've never read so many comments on my interviews bro one of my Thurman interviews got over 1200 comments and nothing negative nothing about the interviewer just boxing talk, you know, no trolls, it was pretty cool. So it's it's motivating me to do more interviews. You know, I've set up a few things, uh, you know, spoke to a couple of fighters and uh, and I'm trying to head out um, you know, to people's gyms again and, and 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 put that awareness on these fighters, especially with a platform like Fight Hype that <laughs> really gets the uh awareness on a fighter out there, right? So, uh, again, ultimately, the goal is to um, do good business with Fight Hype and Ben Thompson and uh, have him upload the podcast over there so we could get more callers, more viewers to the show. Ultimately, this show is is my baby and, uh, you know, what I love. So the merger uh with fight hype is to grow this particular show more you know at the end of every video i do for fight hype they direct people to uh not only my my social media but to the actual podcast so um that's a bonus now obviously we gotta hope that the the the, 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 the viewer gets to the very end of the video to see that information but um i look at it like this um a percentage of something is, 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 is more than a percentage of nothing, right? So like at least having that end scene credit, uh, we, we have a probability of, of it being seen by um, more people and uh, that's all we want for the podcast because we want new characters and new callers and, and we want to give people you know their awards, get back to all that great stuff that we used to do where we anointed callers of the year and gave them an actual award i know last year we 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 we, uh definitely had winners but we were not able to actually give them the uh awards and we want to get back to that man and um you know uh this merger can help us grow and and put some more eyeballs on the show and the daily podcast which is what i love to do it's my passion i can do this you know a few times a day but like I was saying, if you haven't already done so, uh, head on over to Patreon.com forward slash The Boxing Voice and drop a question for heavyweight Fabio Wardley, who's coming off of the big win, great win uh, versus Eric Molina. Uh, he, he did that in, in, in great style and, uh, you know. We want to talk to him now. Now we know that there's been a few mergers uh, with Matchroom and, 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 and Zone in the UK and, and, and to see what that means for him. Um. Yeah, so let's see, let's see, let's see. Um. Let's start with, I guess, F.A. Ajagba. Uh, very good heavyweight matchup between Frank Sanchez. I think the power department uh, lies with Ajagba. Um, I think Sanchez is going to be more of a mover, more of a boxer. Um, I wonder can Sanchez uh, show us whether or not Ajagba's chin is vulnerable or if that was just say you know a flash knockdown that he suffered uh, versus Kalides. Um, and I'm probably pronouncing that totally wrong but you know the the, the Freddie Roach heavyweight um, you know for me I don't I don't know that Sanchez has the power uh, to knock out an ajagba but Ajogba has shown us that his chin could be suspect so maybe Frank does have the power but I didn't like Frank's, like, last two fights. I'm going to be real. I didn't, I didn't really, you know, vibe with the way that he was uh, fighting and looking. And, um, but Ajagba's also shown his vulnerability, you know. But credit to Top Rank and, you know, Al, because this is a real good matchup with two up-and-coming uh, prospects on the verge of contender status. And, um, I mean... Pfft, great matchup undefeated somebody's oh gotta go uh frank sanchez obviously you know with the canelo team so he brings a lot to the table uh ajogba he's got a little bit of buzz because you know the controversy of like oh my god a a fighter who actually leaves al Heyman and shelly finkel and 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 now walks across the street to the to the enemy team you know with bob arum um so he's got the buzz but 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 then he also has that vulnerability buzz where we seen him go down and we seen him look a little bit you know vulnerable same thing with the undercard uh, or the co-main uh, I'm pretty sure you know Hellenius versus Adam now that Hellenius beat Adam I'm sure he'll be headlined first so it's Hellenius versus Adam Kavnaki rematch that's also a great fight you know it's it's a redemption story for Adam, you know, rising from those ashes, uh, dusting himself off, you know, putting the embarrassment to the side and trying to right the wrong. And, and that's kind of like the theme of the card because you got Wilder trying to do the same. You got Adam in the same boat. And then when you look at a Jogba and Sanchez... I think fight fans question both of them as to where they are. So I think that's a great crossroads fight for those two guys, which is hilarious because usually you talk in crossroads fights for guys at the back end of their career, not in the beginning. But it's like, you know, these two dudes, we've seen them enough. And that's the beauty of watching people develop on television. We've seen them enough that, like, we're ready to see them in a real fight. You know, and this is a real fight for each of them. Every single card announced, or rather, fight card announced, uh, or matchup for this fight card that was announced is a very solid one. Obviously, Wilder Fury, uh, again, one of the most, you know, talked about matchups probably in the heavyweight history. You know, so much drama and controversy. Now, Wilder coming out and accusing Fury. From his own mouth not just Instagram uh, you know so you got everybody getting involved then you got the rematch for Adam and then he's like you know he's coming off of that upset where he was knocked out he wasn't expecting that his handlers wasn't expecting that Keith Conley wasn't expecting that and the the the, the, the Helsinki Viking Hellenius he's at the top cause he knocked out the, the baby faced assassin now the thing is can Hellenius do it again and did they keep him out the ring long enough for him to not really have the timing and the and 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 things that he needs to have, you know, when when wanting a fight? Like if I'm Helenius, I didn't want to stay out the ring this long waiting on a rematch. I'm sure the rematch is worth a lot of money because they were invested in Kovnaki. But um to just wait around. And 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 you know let your joints dry out, lose your timing and rhythm. I'm not in agreements with any of that. I'm not in agreements with any of that. And uh, you know, I would have loved to see Hellenia's back in there. Just like, you know, I'm gonna repeat it. I would love to see them finalize Tommy Fury Marcellus Wilder for the undercard. I think it adds a lot of American and uh, U.S. pay-per-view buys. Now, I'm not saying Wilder Marcellus is going to bring in 50,000 or 100,000 buys on his own, but I think the matchup, you know, the the, the storyline of two brothers taking on two brothers, like, that could be something huge, right? I don't know. Did, did Vlad ever do that? Like, were they ever on the same fight card taking on two brothers? Like, two brothers versus two brothers, it's like its own theme um i don't think that they should drop the ball on that really and then and then for tommy i mean let's be real we've seen marcellus right like tommy's probably going to be the favorite uh and it, and it can help him gain some traction for that huge jake paul fight you know you get a win over wilder's brother and that namesake is always going to be there that name is always going to give you the clout so that name could probably propel Tommy above a Jake Paul. Right now, Tommy's fighting nothing. Jake's the one's in the big fight. Askren, now he's fighting Woodley. Tommy's fighting nothing. Tommy is getting mentioned with Americans because of Jake. So, you know, fighting Wilder's brother, that would be uh, a beautiful, you know, um, I guess caveat, right? It would be amazing Uh, For this to be added to the card. Now I don't know what else they can add um, but four fights or three fights uh, seems um, you know four fights or three fights I've lost my train of thought with intrigues and quit holding out on Thurman off camera information you got laugh out loud. Is he fighting Ugas? Bro, off camera's informations means, you know, not on uh not 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 what's the name, bro? Not um not able to share with the with, with 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 the world, bro. For real. But um let me see here. Somebody said, "Can I get Hunter?" I know Hunter you know that, that that made me want to hit up hunter like is he in miami yet is my man's in miami go see my man's in them the bounty hunter i know they hating on him right now because he didn't take that hergovich fight how could you get mad him getting way more money to fight whoever the hell he's fighting like bro, especially a dude that ain't been able to get 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 that bread Let me see if he up. Yeah, sorry for the dead air, man. We rocking Solo, Dolo, Scarface, No Manolo, putting in the work. You already know, man, putting in the work. The grind don't stop. You know, growth will not come to those who do not plant the seed. You know what I mean? You got the cultivated, baby. And that's what we doing every day. Every day working. Every day grinding. Every day trying to do better than yesterday. So, uh, yeah, man. Just like this card. I think this card is better than the last card. But we got Coach Myers with the super chat that says, I never seen two brothers. But when we seen both Charlos and when Lil' Charlo lost, the title, Big Charlo, didn't perform well after him i don't know maybe it could work yeah i mean obviously that's always a, a risk that you lose in front of your brother and it, and it, and it, and it ruins the way that he performs it ruins his uh you know like mindset but um i mean that 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 that, that that's uh that's something you got to you got to deal with You know, you can't turn this opportunity down for Tommy because you're afraid that you guys are going to distract one another. This is a huge opportunity for Tommy. Huge. So, uh, I don't know that you turn it down. I don't know that you don't give your brother that opportunity because can he get it again? Like, is Tommy Marcellus Wilder going to be some sort of main event on its own? Who's going to pay for that on its own? Can it stand on its own two legs? I I don't know. I don't know. Tommy versus Marcellus on the same card as his brother versus the brother. That's a totally different story. Totally different story. And uh, I believe that that little angle can work. I do. Now, these are the big cards Or rather the big fights on the card Uh, The question is What do they add As openers or YouTube streams Or, you know, whatever they decide to do Yeah, Intrigue It was good to see Thurman working out And in shape, you know Not looking heavy, you know Um, But I'll I'll tell you this in terms of all fair The only thing I can say is that he is uh, not interested in tune-ups. He's just not. And, and you know, as a Thurman fan, I want him to have a tune-up, and he doesn't want a tune-up. He doesn't want a tune-up. I didn't get to see him spar, his protege. <coughs> 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 Woo! He got a protege that's 2-0 that he's been working with since the amateurs. And uh, that's a big boy. He's 154 pounds, but man, he's... uh, Genetically, he's he's, he's huge. You know, the biceps is like fucking Popeye. Uh, So it would have been great to see him spar that kid who's young, hungry, but green. But still... Young, hungry, and trying to prove himself, you know? And everybody acts differently when the camera's turned on. Especially when I recorded the kid doing bag work. I, I know from watching him do the bag work based off me recording him. I knew, like, if I would have been there to witness the spawn, he would have turned up a little bit. Because I was there just not to be allowing Keith to get the complete better of him. Not that Keith couldn't do it anyway because of he's a world-class fighter and this kid's 2-0. But, uh... It would have it been, been good. It would have been good to see um, some sparring, man, from Keith and see exactly where he's at. Cause uh definitely in shape compared to the times I've seen him when he doesn't have a fight. Like, this is in shape. And shout out to Thurman, man. I love that guy. Thurman is uh He's a special dude, man. I love that he's not like this young flashy dude, right? Like, oh, you got to be you got to be flashy and shit. Like, you know, like bro, my man's in a in a Yukon Denali, brand new. That shit was so brand new, bro. He opened the trunk to put his gym bag and I could just like smell the new outside. And and it was funny cuz I had an epiphany. I'm like, "Damn, if I could smell his new car scent outside this far away, I better never get pulled over because that means they could smell my weed a block away. <laughs> Good morning, I mean, what it do? Cheer! You on mute, player, player. Top of
0: the morning
2: you know we do we
0: grind and shine that's what we do champ grind and shine What's great interview, by the way on um the fighting voice nest That was a great interview brother oh,
2: thank you brother thank you man shout out to richard man and uh thumbs up for richie you know uh richard is a, is a good guy and then he asked me to come on and uh you know we had a, we had a great talk man we, we talked some boxing and it was fun uh so I'm gonna start doing that, man. I'm gonna start doing some round tables, man. That's why I'm happy that you know you 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 uh, took me up on the offer to join the panel whenever you're available, man. Uh, I, I, we need more knowledgeable people from different parts of the the world and region, you know. And I mean, I believe he's from like the the West Coast, so it's always different, uh, you know. Like we favor. I think the East Coast favors black fighters, you know, uh, because tri state area, we're so urban, like that's what we develop. Obviously, I can't just say black fighters, uh, I guess, um, black and Latino, uh, but But, Caribbean Latino, right? Like, because we don't really get Mexican fighters that come from the East Coast. Like, the Mexicans.
0: To your your point, to your point, I think that distinction. Because the, the black and, and Latino fighters, the culturally, we in the same neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we all in the same spot. So, it's not really that much of a difference. The West Coast, you know, West Coast is Mexico. So, that's there. So, you can see how that lends itself to that, that, that tribal experience, though.
2: Turn that phone sideways. Yeah, here we go. But uh, listen, man, we got Fabio Wardley, heavyweight, out of the UK, matchroom. Uh, I believe, is he Dillian White-Sond? I think he's Dillian white son, man. I know he used to spar with Dillian. I'm pretty sure he's Dillian white son. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I see y'all in there saying, yo, get Ring IQ. Bro, y'all don't even know. I hit Ring IQ up in his infancy, man. I I, I seen the talent in that dude a long time ago, man. Shout out to Julius. But, uh, you know, shout out to Julius, independent dude, um, stands on his own and he did not want to come on board. But I I definitely uh, I love the way that he does what he does, the voices, the fucking like sound bites, man. I mean, yeah, you know, I think he would have been an amazing fit uh but shout out to uh ring iq the dude works too man he stays like creating memes and shit my man don't play no game with the meme game but yeah heavyweight boxing i mean man what do you think about this undercar bro i'm really feeling this undercar like i mean obviously this isn't an official announcement i mean i'm pretty sure this is a coppinger source and it made it this way to boxing scene but like this is a decent undercard, and I and I really uh, will continue to push for them to give me the Tommy uh, Marcellus on the undercard because for those two guys, you know, early in their career, this is a great payday and some great attention that they can get. You on mute, champ?
0: Still, I'm still a rookie at this, man. I'm still getting my wings, but um, I yo the undercard. Is are um, we talking
2: about the um Hellenius and um, Yeah, yeah. A Jogba versus Sanchez, Hellenius versus uh Adam Kovnaki rematch.
0: We've been waiting for that rematch for a while. Yeah, you know it's been a head- long
2: time. Let me double check that. You right. Let me see when the last time they fought, because damn, I feel like it's been a year now.
0: Definitely a year in the bubble, because I'm in my blog that one because um we we did the immediate reaction, we were so surprised
2: uh july 24th lord it's about to be a year no that's the date of the new fight uh damn so that's already on the undercard so it's already official so yeah it is a year bro my man is gonna be more than a year my man last fought march 7th bro lord lord i hate that he's all the way in new york now and i'm all the way down here man damn keep your head up adam but Robert Hellenius, see, that's what I ain't like about Hellenius. I wanted him to at least stay, get a fight, bro. He waited a year for this rematch. That's crazy. Isn't it isn't it uh, isn't it funny that this had a rematch clause when 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 Sean Earl had no rematch clause? Pacquiao Earl got no rematch clause. You know, it's funny they pick and choose which 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 rematch should get a clause.
0: That's the business part though, man, because it's more see You can't put a rematch, and I think we learned that from um, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. If you put a rematch clause in there, and maybe not that fight, but my my point is, you put a rematch clause in there, win or lose, you both won because the next fight's going to be more, and even sometimes you look and you say, didn't Andy and um, AJ have some issues renegotiating towards the rematch, even with the rematch clause? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the rematch clauses is tricky because somebody's going to say, yeah, you know what? I, I made $10 million, but I know I could get at least 15 to 17 guaranteed and then so on and so forth. So, you know, you have to pay me to lose and pay me more when I win.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, for Hellenius, he's in a good position except for the fact that he's been out of the ring over a year waiting for the rematch, you know? Uh, but at least he gets the rematch, it, 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 you know, it'll be more money and he'll be billed as the A-side, but I'm worried of the inactivity, you know, did that add any rust? Did that add any, uh, you know, did he lose his timing?
0: For Hellenius, I think, you know, I think that my, my, my my most notable memory of Hellenius is the Chisora fight. And when you tie the two of them together, and you say, "Yeah, that's that's when we really kind of got big on him," and say he might be able to put some work in, but being a battle, yo, that was a battle, and he ain't have too many easy fights getting his name recognized. So I think this is rest more than it is, um, you know, something that'll affect him in a negative way. I think he could use the rest a
2: little bit. Yeah, I mean, um, what do you think of this undercard, like? Can they pull it off? You know, Rob in the UK seems to think, how are they going to get two PBC fighters on that undercard as the co-main, meaning Helenius and um, Adam? Now, I'm not sure Hellenius is, is PBC, but obviously they might have an option on him because he's been doing business with him. Uh, and actually, I think we did interview him and he told us on our show that he is PBC, right? I'm not sure, but... Do you see that as an issue? Like, cause I get what Rob is saying. Like, if, if this is a co-promoted pay-per-view, then you get one fighter and I get to put one fighter, not you get to put one fighter and I get to put two fighters.
0: But I, I think, you know, looking at how things have changed, not even just Sunday, but you got to stack the card for a pay-per-view and give it its value. So, you know, heavyweight competition we see in the future. In FA, right? Mm -hmm. We're seeing the present in terms of the, you know, uh, uh, Hellenius and and Kawanaki. And um, that's, you know, building into this big heavyweight fight this summer as well. All of these fights are relative. And I think it does something to sort out what's going on at PBC as well. I mean, the heavyweights are ranked as far as popularity, as far as draw. And to kind of put uh, these heavyweights on a pay-per-view when the heavyweight Division is getting a lot of attention because it's big fight. I think it makes perfect sense.
2: Now let me ask you, it's getting a lot of attention with us because we wake up every day and we go to boxing scene and we go to fight hype and we go to like, you know, our Instagram, but like this fight is a month away and it hasn't been officially announced. There's no official fight posters, there's no propaganda, no advertisement. Are they shooting themselves in the foot here? Should we be rescheduling this bout since the Rumored date is like 30-something days away. Like, are they setting themselves up for failure? And that's what I feel like. Like, how are you not promoting this? How is this not announced? Why don't we have a press conference, at least a Zoom conference? What in the fuck is going on? Like, really? I,
0: no, no build up at all. But I think they're banking on the fact that, you know, um, it's the heavyweight division. And there's knockouts more than likely going to happen.
2: They're crazy, um, man. That's that's stupid to think that way. Like, oh, we'll just run a few clips of Wilder punching them and Fury knocking him out. That's not going to work. That's, I mean, I don't think that's going to work, bro. I mean, they got us for sure. But how many hardcore fans are there really, right? Like, <laughs> you know, like uh, 250,000 or is it 150,000? What did Bud do versus Postal? Those are the hardcores.
0: 250.
2: I doubt he did that, but I mean, all right. <laughs> but those are the hardcores, you feel me? The dudes that bought, you know, uh Bradley Marquez and, and Marquez Baby Bull and, and, and Roy Jones fucking B-Hop. Those are the hardcores. You know, uh, I don't know that we got a million hardcore fans out here, you know, that are just going to buy this fight on GP because we remember. Uh, I think we definitely uh, need some promotion you know
0: well another factor definitely it's got to go outside of the hardcore fans but we, we talk about it all the time i think Hellenius is um some kind of nordic is he sw- swedish or something
2: i thought he was from, from helsinki ain't he from helsinki he, he gives me that helsinki vibe ever since i watched the heist on netflix he gives me that helsinki vibe remember they had that viking on on that show they call helsinki
0: yo and that's his
2: nickname uh, the viking right so
0: you you got that element and then yo i see here's the funny thing i went to um damn i'm trying to remember who it was but it's when kawanaki i was at barclays when kawanaki fought charles martin Mm -hmm. i'm telling you bro the arena was packed for that fight it might have been been granado's grona but the arena was packed the polish contingency Filled the stance. They stood for the entire fight. When Kawanaki left, everybody else left. And my wife is, I'm talking at least two, three thousand people left the Barclays when Kawanaki's fight was over. And my wife was sitting right on the other side, nodding her head like, yes, because we were there. Mm. That's what they're banking on. Not exactly smart, but it is another market. So hardcores, regional pride. People that are going to be tuning in for some sort of entertainment. You know, again, not for pay-per-view. That's not the kind of marketing you put out for pay-per-view when you expect a return on your investment. But um,
2: I guess that's their plan. Interesting, man. Interesting. Uh, I, I want to see how it how it plays out. I mean, there's always the angle that Bob uh, being cheap is just like, yeah, go ahead. You know, you do two fighters and you pay your two fighters. You know, that way I got a one less slot to fill, one less check to write. I mean, you know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe.
0: I, I think F.A., though, that's his priority. So I'm not saying he don't have to take care of nobody else. But, um, you know, if he shit, he ain't taking care of Terrence. You know, you've seen the picture, you know, uh, and I'm not sure if that was necessarily the photo op that's being used for the, for the press release. But he posing with Shakur. So, Bob has a, a different approach to where he's taking care of whoever's in front of him. He's, he's building up whoever's in front of him. So, yeah, that does make sense. He don't want to have to split his bread with but the one guy he's interested in taking care of at that particular time. And that's F.A.
2: Yeah, I mean, yo, that fight, I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, you know, I don't know how. Like, I feel like I never really vibed with sanchez like i feel like he's a little wide and 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 soft punching but then i feel like fa might have a vulnerable chin like and poor defense so this is a good fight i wonder how that's gonna turn out i also think sanchez is slightly undersized like i'm gonna have to go google him and see what's his actual statistics right because I feel like he's slightly undersized for this, uh, you know, heavyweight division where Jagba's, you know, I, I've met him in person at Ronnie's gym. This dude's no little man. But hey, look, uh the, the Cuban flash is actually 6'4". And he's been weighing in at around two, last fight was 237. But before that, he was 229, 227, 222. So maybe he was a little out of shape. Pandemic fight. Uh, when he fought here in... Oh, he just fought. That was uh in May on Canelo Card.
0: Yeah, he fought Nagy Aguilera, right?
2: Yeah, my Dominican brethren. He got a, t- a-, a-, a technical decision.
0: You know what this is, though, Ness. What? This is uh And I'm going to jump out the window. Go ahead and kill me in the chat. This is a poor man's... If we jumped in the time machine and got Wilder versus Ortiz. As far as F.A. versus...
2: Um, <laughs> okay, I hear you. I hear you. There was that comparison to, to Wilder from F.A. And obviously, with this dude being Cuban, I can see the comparison to Luis Ortiz. I got it. I got it. Um, Man, let's see what the Cuban flash can do. I mean... He has gotten three stoppages in his last three fights, uh, but it was that UD to Joey Dewelco, that fight, and 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 I think it was the Julian Fernandez fight for me as well. Like, he just was looking um, like, he have, work, you know? yeah. like he needed to do some work, you know? Like, he needed to do some work. Like, someone with some straight punches can come down the middle and cause some possible uh problems for him is what i thought you know i could be wrong but i think that's what excites me about this matchup really good undercard man i I was saying before you jumped on it 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 gives me that don king feeling man where he used to stack the 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 fight card with with all heavyweights or or just all great fights um i mean are you getting that, that 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 don king feeling
0: well, usually that ain't a good feeling, but I'm getting <laughs> that feeling that it's just, this is nobody's afraid. It's it's you know what? It's like that um, it's that warriors pride, man. That warrior spirit. Then nobody's is griping about what position they are on the card. Everybody know their position. Presumably, they're coming to fight. They know what's at stake. Nobody's gonna be griping about purses because they just want to get things sorted out. So it's action. I think looking at a card and we can, we can remember the names. We looked at a card last week. We couldn't name nobody, um, you know, and even though it was a UK card, I mean, we we expect to know a few names on the undercard. So when we can look at this clearly and, um, you know, see at least, you know, three fights on there, guys that could be in different situations on, on free TV, you know, on, on a, a Fox, you know, Fox FS1, you know, these guys could headline Fox FS1, you know, or Showtime card, you know.
2: For sure, yo, side topic. What you think of your man, the legend, Roy Jones Jr. calling out Carl Frotch. You think Frotch come, I think Frotch has been itching and he might do an exhibition. Now, you know, it's sad that Roy for many years after retirement was forced to keep fighting to keep making money. But I, I feel like this won't be a fight. This will be an exhibition now that he's got the cushion and the safety of exhibitions
0: Yo Carl frotch has been one of my favorite fighters when I was watching the super six Carl frotch I mean you know him and George groves that that was a nice joint um, so now Roy right Roy's Roy's his idol um the relaxation that that Roy remember he was over in Russia you know getting knocked out in 2016 and, and we were sad to see it. But now here he is He did the thing with Mike I'm sure that added a little more bonus security So now he's fighting I think he'll be in better shape for it um, th- th- You know, the smoke in the crowd Ain't gonna affect him like it did When he was fighting, you know, over at Trilla Because I'm telling you uh, Roy had a contact high And um, I think he's He's um he's gonna show that if, if this exhibition thing Is gonna take off Even in the least bit he's going to be one
2: of them guys. We got a super chat from Coach Myers that says, Ness Heyman versus James Johnson, heavyweight opener. Laughing out loud emoji. Man, they better better make that check right. Tell you that. We got uh, Ken Stone uh, who says, uh, watch the Euro qualifiers for the Olympics. Keyshawn bringing home gold this summer. Lots of Ohio boys on the squad. Shout out to the Team USA Boxing. Yeah, man. Shout out to Ohio. Ohio runs boxing. Shout out to Keyshawn. I was watching his interview with Punch Drunk Boxing. Follow my boy Punch. Uh, And and, and Keyshawn is going back to the Olympics. He plans on bringing that gold. And uh, he's such a businessman, like his handle says. I mean, he was like, yo, I'm glad I didn't sign with nobody. Because now I'm about to go back, get this gold. and we're going to have to talk all over again. If I would have signed... I would have been stuck in whatever contract I signed, then came back and got a gold and made whatever company I was with more valuable at a lower price. Nah, that ain't happening. We're going to get this gold, and we're going to sit down and talk. Y'all already seen what I could do as a pro? Plus, I'm coming back with the gold? Oh, man. Yo, that boy on fire.
0: I think Earl was the last cat that made, you know, the the Olympic gold medal matter. And before him, it was Ward. So I Nah, Earl ain't getting
2: no medal. We better stop that.
0: No, no. What I'm saying is that, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say Earl. I meant to say Shakur. Oh. I'm
2: thinking
0: about Earl. He got Earl, silver, but
2: though. But he got silver. Remember, the Cuban beat him.
0: But he got gold the year before because him and Clarissa was
2: in that competition to
0: see who could go back to back with
2: gold. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I know you're good with the memory, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong. Like I, I thought the narrative was Ward was the last Olympian to medal. He was the last male Olympian to get gold. Exactly. Male. So then that makes Shakur not able to get gold if Ward was the last.
0: Well, I think that was that's what Ward was hanging his hat on. We'll, we'll look at it, But I think that's what he was hanging his hat on at the time. And then because he was out many moons before when Shakur was still in the Olympics. And that was the big setback for Shakur was that he was coming out doing it. And he was the best since Andre Ward. And now, not only did he get the gold, he might get two golds. And then Clarissa got the two golds. I could be wrong, though.
2: I'm pretty sure that is I never heard of Shakur already getting a gold. Like, I thought the first time to the Olympics was when he cried, when he lost. Like, that was the whole reason he went viral. Because he got he felt he got robbed and he showed his emotions live. And people, you know, people always love a sensitive man. You know, all that hard shit is cool, but them women love them a sensitive man. So my man went viral from that. I don't remember him doing Olympics twice. See, they saying Shakur got silver. Okay. Yeah, only one. I'm pretty sure it was only one silver. Um, But I wish, I wish. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, everybody remembers him crying. The thing is that we all remember it for different reasons, man. Uh, I'm no different, than Shakur, man. I'm super competitive. You know what I'm saying? I got beat up in Spawn and start crying because I'm that competitive. And and Doomy was there watching. I'm like, oh man, I fucking did bad. You know what I'm saying? So I get Shakur, man. Especially when you think you beat a nigga and you ain't get the decision. Bro, well, you you want to go ahead and kill him and you can't, so, like, your frustration takes over, I'm assuming. That's passion. Um, the passion, That's yeah, man, the passion, bro, like, you know, we would never understand, we would never be able to put ourselves in those shoes because that is the highest level. Competing for your country and then being the last fight in the Olympics and then losing it by robbery, you know, um, That shit got to hurt. That shit got to hurt, bro. You know, got to hurt. Listen, Thurman got deep with me about pain. So I know that shit got to hurt for Shakur. You know what I mean? He probably moved past it now because that's amateurs. And he he probably told his mind, like, fuck it. I'm going to just be a better pro. But that shit probably hurt. You know, probably real, real, real hurt. Because, you know, you the way the way the way i'm 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 interpreting it is like you're working all your life for this and then you get that opportunity and you let that shit fall through your hands and you can't go back can't jump in that DeLorean so it's 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 interesting man i mean i love this sport speaking of Shakur you know he's back this saturday man versus Nakatilia man i mean it's just very very unfortunate what they're doing with this poor young man and i hope um you know he. I hope he has his his team talk to top rank and figure out what's the plan. Um, because I mean, if we Google Shakur, I don't know that anybody remembers the last three opponents he's faced. You know, including this one, right? Like I'm I'm including this person. Um, so yeah, I mean, look. Ever since he won the world title, he fought Felix Caber- Hall toka khan clary and now he's fighting jeremiah nakatilia and it's just like that ain't it that ain't it man why does top rank do this man i don't i don't really understand man i wish i could understand bob i guess i've been too critical but i mean i don't understand like how do you have three fighters that the world think is good right like you had loma you got Crawford and you got Shakur. In all these fighters, the common denominator is you don't give them the tough fight and you give them dudes that are smaller or 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 lesser known. Like Loma, at least he gave them some names, you know? Mm-hmm. He gave actually a lot of names. We could take Loma out of that, but there was still some diet in there. You know, um, Walters was off a of layoff, Mariaga was moving up, you know, a lot of stuff in there. But when it comes to Bud and uh cool. Shakur, people are calling these dudes the next greats, the next Floyd Mayweathers, the next ones, the, the guys. But, but 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 then top like how do you have this kid so young? And you could have made history. You could have made him easily the unified, you know, the youngest unified champion ever. Top ranks, youngest unified champion ever, youngest man to unify in in, in, in 14 fights. You know, he would have done it. Actually, he's at 15 now, so he would have done it uh, on his 14th fight. When he fought Cabral Hall, he should have been fighting Warrington. How how did Top Rank not sweeten the deal? You had a kid who was a champion and willing to go to the enemy territory in another country, not just the enemy backyard, another country, and you can't make that deal where he would say yes? So that you can have the first youngest unified champion ever?
0: Bob is on some playership, bro. Like, and this is this is the thing. It's
2: crazy, man.
0: He had Lomo as his priority at the time. Mm-hmm. Rightfully or not. He was moving Navarate around. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't, he he was giving Teo a look with the Kate. And and Shakur, his fight at the time was against Joette. You know, his, his, at the time, his girlfriend's brother. Yeah, but, but. it
2: wasn't, though. Remember, his fight, this is what I'm saying. They they playing Shakur, and James Prince need to wake up. Shakur was supposed to get Valdez. He was the mandatory to Valdez. Valdez said, oh, I can't make weight. I'm out. Vacates. That's why Shakur fights Joette. Now Shakur moves up. He's the number one. You know, they could have gave him Valdez. They could have did Heron gets Valdez and Shakur gets Burchell and then the winners meet. Give each Mexican one American so that it can be the Mayweather green print and then the winners meet. But instead, they prioritize the Mexicans and put them against each other and they only did like 40000 short of a million. You understand? Like, there's no priority... For what they say is 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 one of the best talents in the world. So if he's one of the best talents in the world, why are you keep finding these names we never heard? Like who is Felix Cabral and who is Nakatilia? I hear Nakatilia is a puncher, and based off his record, he's a puncher. But what does it matter if we never heard of the dude? You know, who is well,
0: you- he? Abdul Bob. If 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 Nakatilia do halfway good, we'll see him again, and. But where does that leave Shakur in terms of the bigger scheme? And your guess is as good as mine because, you know, I asked that question a long time ago. You know, he's standing out there with Jay Prince, and Jay Prince is supposed to be this, this um you know, behind-the-scenes guy setting things up. But there's guys that he's close to, and it's not his fault, but I'm just looking to see, you know, how does your interest or who's advocating for you if we're seeing the same thing happen to two different guys? You know, it's, it's an organization. Issue, and, man. and the
2: funny thing is that they're friends. They're friends. Yeah. They train together. You spar with them. Like, how you telling me you're not having this conversation? Like, yo, Shakur, you need to get out your shit too. You see how they doing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see how this ain't this ain't a conversation. Well, how how they working out together and they like how you working out with, with 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 Crawford and you ain't like damn champ why you ain't fighting yet you one of the best fighters in the world what's really going on like I, that's the first thing coming out of my mouth and me and Crawford is boys I'm like yo what the hell like I'm and and, and don't get me wrong that's not to say that the Shakur don't know and Crawford yeah. might might just be waiting his contract out um, but all I'm saying is those are the type of questions I'm trying to I'm trying to talk about because I'm like yo. You know, if my best friend, my mentor, somebody I look up to is is always got like, you know, he's is, is never good with Crawford and Bob. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know I just, I just okay. don't want Shakur to be stuck in a, in a situation where he can't fight the names he wants, because like. Tank out here running around because everybody knows Shakur with Bob, right? So metaphorically, Shakur has a leash on him. So nobody's pushing for Tank to defend his hundred and thirty pound title versus a Shakur. Nobody's pushing for that super fight, but that's a pay per view. That's a right yeah. now. That's talking a right about now the fight. youth side, right? Huh?
0: Them fighters, but see, I I I don't know if if you know. And, and think of the scenario. Sometimes you you have a big homie. And you have to watch his situation as a cautionary tale Because he might not know he's in a bad situation He may be looking at it like, yo, you know, I'm good There's more money than I would have ever made anyway I made it out the hood So, you know, you know, this, this is nothing to me And you have to decide for yourself to say Yeah, but I don't want to go down that road This isn't going to be good enough for me, you know
2: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know They have to have a plan They have to have told Shakur something you know, uh because we know he wants to fight Heron. We know he wants to fight Oscar Valdez. Uh, but but this is who they got him fighting. I don't know. Is he getting like I know he does he's young. He don't need no tune up to get a Heron fight or or are they saying like take this fight while Heron, you know, recovers and then we're gonna build to that? I, I don't know. Are they gonna have Heron step in the ring on June twelfth? You know, like, and, and 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 again, I'm just saying, I think they dropped the ball. Like, because now you're going to put Herring versus Shakur. Cool. It's a, it's a good fight. But they would have made more business sense putting, you know, Herring versus Burchell, Shakur versus Valdez. Herring versus Valdez, Shakur versus Burchell. Winners meet. Winners meet. I don't know what the hell they did right here. This is ass backwards and pretty pretty corny. You know, we could have got two big fights that led into a third big fight that could have been, who knows, you know, what type of interest it would have built uh, by, by having those two separate bouts and pitting the winners at each other. You know, maybe the third one could turn into a pay-per-view, you know. Maybe if Shakur would have advanced and, and Oscar would have advanced, they could have made sense of it. You know, but they didn't do that. They instead promoted the two Mexicans. And now, you know, we're allegedly going to get Jamal versus Shakur. Like, that's what Top Rank does. They got two best friends fighting each other because they care about Mexican views. You know, where they could have just separated that. Had no turmoil in the camps. These dudes use the same camp. Shakur spars at Crawford's gym, you know. So now he's got to stop sparring at Crawford's gym for this camp because he's fighting a Crawford stablemate. It's just, you know, really weird how they do business over there. Like, you know, and and like they should be involved. They should know where Shakur trains and who he's with. These are things you should know about a fighter that you're trying to allegedly create into a superstar a pay-per-view star. uh, The one that you're calling the next one. Like, you should know where he trains at. You should know who he hangs with. You shouldn't put him in that sort of predicament where he's got to fight his friend, you know? But this is top. Yeah,
0: this top rank diet, man. They, they, they've been putting shit in the food and turning our stomachs for years. So when you ask me, does it remind me of Bob? Well, that is the one thing that reminds me of uh, Don King it's the, the way Bob Arum does business. It is no regard for the fighters long term longevity. But I think even even Don King was smart enough to find some marketing in, in these, you know, uh, opportunities to get. A, a guy who when his guys a big fight, you know, he was still getting Sturman, bur remains Stavern, and don't he got um, what's the guy Trevor Bryan? He got Trevor Bryan out here with a belt or something. He do with a WBA regular. So, you know, um, yeah, I just hope that
2: that Herring should is interim, right? Let me double check. I think he might have the interim, uh, Bryant and 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 someone else is the regular. I think Mike Mular was the regular. Let me double check because, you know, after talking to Gilberto, yeah, regular. That's crazy because Bryant has never had a mandatory. The the regular is the one that gets all the mandatories. The super champion, like the franchise champion, doesn't do mandatory. So I've never heard of Trevor Bryant in a WBA mandatory ever. Ever. He's been there for like the last four years and never. Like right now, Usyk's number one. So they could fight Trevor Bryant for that WBA regular. And they not. Luis Ortiz, number two, and Andy Ruiz, number three. And Andy might be getting it. They might throw Andy at that dude, Trevor, so that he could get the regular. Because then right away, you know, Eddie Hearn would do some sort of fake mandatory. Like, oh, he's the mandatory. Because remember when Luis Ortiz, because they do call a mandatory. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> Every now and then, they do call it mandatory. So remember, Lewis was the mandatory, but then he yeah. had like issues and, and, and matchroom let him go. So, the WBA, hilarious, man. But look, Wilder's number five, backed on dinner, who's fighting. Oh, didn't he just lose?
0: To so, uh, Daniel Duarte.
2: Mm, I didn't even get to see that fight. How was that?
0: Second round knockout. And, and let me tell you something. Daniel, he didn't look tentative at all. I liked the way he looked. He even kept his guard down a little bit. He, he you know, he, he blocked, but he wasn't concerned about taking
2: punches. Um, Did he look he, as he look, stiff? Because he's under a new trainer. Is he under like McGuinnan or or Booth? He was under. I think he's under uh,
0: Shane Shane Is yeah. that Barry's son or something? Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I mean, it was only two rounds. He looked. He looked pretty good. You know. Um, I think he looked confident. He didn't look like he was. He was He looked more confident than Andy did, and I, I think that's what I was trying to measure it by. He looked more confident than Andy did. He looked like he was he was coming forward, he wanted to mix it up, and he was trying to set up that power shot. He came out trying to be... I said, would he be different Daniel Dubois or dynamite Daniel Dubois? And he's back to that dynamite.
2: You know, uh, that, that Dubois fight was a WBA elimination bout, so he might be getting a shot at Bryant pretty soon and, and if anybody could do business with Don King it's definitely going to be Eddie Hearn. Eduardo Hearn. Eddie Eduardo Hearn. <laughs> Listen let's open up the phone lines look like Fabio Wardley's still in sparring or something uh, fun like that so in the meantime I want to go ahead and take some phone calls. You want to call in give us your opinion on uh, whatever boxing topic you've been hearing us speak about do so. One four two five five six nine. 5241, press one, one time to voice your opinion right here on the voice of the people hotline. Don't forget, you could also add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. And you still have an opportunity to drop a question for Fabio Wardley uh, before he jumps on. Right now, I want to go to the super chats real quick before we go out to the phone lines. We got uh, Andre. Dakota that says, uh, Bob is cheap, plain and simple. When are we going to understand that? James Prince can only do so much for his clients. I mean, he can definitely take his clients away from there. And and Bob knows that James has bought people out their contract before. Um, so, you know. R. Jonesy, a.k.a. Gado, I believe, right? Says, I remember EJ was with Shakur asking, Really? Top rank? Laughing out loud emoji. Yeah, man. I don't remember that but you know um, it's 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 so you know people used to call me a PBC fanboy for years because I seen the freedom that Al gave his fighters and it, and I think it comes because Al was in the music business and he knew that artists were also uh, locked into contracts and and music deals and shit and uh, I think he came into this business trying to do things differently and uh, we see now. That his way is the better way. We see now that he gets it done. He gets it done. Don't get me wrong. Eduardo Hearns gets it done as well. But, you know, Eddie didn't receive any hate. Eddie has always been congratulated for the things that he's done. Whereas, you know, Al gets shamed and, 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 you know, talked about and all type of things. Um,
0: Because, you know, a low-key dude from Ohio and he's, you know, secretly running this industry with a very basic business principle, is that if I do good business, I'll attract more business. Yeah, I mean, I don't
2: know about all the good, I mean, oh yeah, good business, yes, but some of this matchmaking, they got their own diet going on as well, PBC Oh, for sure, boxing in of
0: itself, I mean, we talked about it the other day, You do certain things to build fighters. You do certain things to build fighters. And then we, you know, we, PBC is by no means, um, you
2: know, not guilty of of setting up some nonsense. No, by no means perfect. Me, no entity is perfect, but the truth is that that, that some are better than others, man. It's politics. The lesser of two evils. You're going to vote for one guy than the other
0: guy, but you realize they're both politicians in this sport. You got Bob, you got Eduardo, and you have you know Al. For the most part, I mean, I'm not even counting Oscar, but you know what I'm saying. You 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 have what's there, and you pick the best or the worst or the worst of the best.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, there's no justification for fights like um, you know whatever's going on on June 19th. You know they they dropping the ball. Look, I guess what they're doing with Jamal is what Bob is doing with Shakur. But the difference is that at least Jamal knows that he can he can hold out because Al will get him that fight. Al has proven that. Anybody wants to hate on Al, cool. But Wilder desperately needed a name on his resume. He got him Luis Ortiz and Tyson Fury. Laura wanted Canelo. He got him. Trout wanted Canelo. He got him. Daniel Jakes wanted Canelo. Daniel Jacobs wanted Canelo. He got him. You know, Caleb will probably get him. You know, um, Al has gotten his fighters to fight. Now, you know, he didn't get Paul Williams Mayweather, but remember, Paul had the accident. He did get Paul Canelo. Like, there's going to be some diet, but he's getting his fighters that are not Extremely popular, not television friendly. You know, Jacobs, Laura, Trout, those dudes are not Gennady Golovkin. They do not tell the the network, hey, I bring excitement. Those dudes were opponents, and he was able to get his opponents a big fight. You know, Canelo didn't need to fight Trout. He was waiting for Cotto to beat Trout. He could have swerved that fight. That's Al did a good enough deal for Canelo to take and unify that belt. Laura definitely didn't need to get that Canelo fight. Al did that. So, you know, let's let's uh let's uh remember that there is no list of fighters that we can go down and be like, well, Bob got so and so that fight. Like, he don't really do cross-promotion fights. Like, he don't really... Look, look at what the new headline is. I mean, you seen it. You in the pre-pro now. What the fuck did Copping just say? The worst heard words I could read in my life. I'm paraphrasing, but I'm pretty sure it was word for word. He said, if Bob, if Bob allows Joe Smith to fight Daniel Jacobs, Joe Smith will make the first multi-million dollar payday of his life. If he allows... Motherfucker, don't you work for me? How you gonna allow me to do something? And this is what I'm saying: Show me the history of fighters like I just gave you, that that Bob got them the big fight on another platform, that Bob sent them over to another. Cause that's what that's what that's what Al did. Here you go, Canelo and, and Golden Boy Y'all can Use Laura, Y'all can Use Trout. Eddie, you could use the zone you could use uh Daniel Jacobs with the zone. Canelo, here you go. Jesse Vargas, you go, go make your money with the zone. Mikey, go. What you talking about? We here to do business. You know what I'm saying? So these dudes gotta gotta wake up and smell the coffee, man. Somebody's doing business. Someone, you know, makes it hard to do business. And I mean, I don't know if you muted again, um, but I don't know. So you can give yep. me a- okay. Okay. Brona got
0: lent out too, you know what I'm saying? To make the fight for Pac, you know?
2: Uh, nah, that was a PBC fight, Pac and Brona.
0: It, it was a PBC but,
2: fight. But but he would have showed us that he would have lent Brona if he would have let that Haney fight get made. But Brona didn't want that fight, though, you know? Brona didn't want that fight. But I, but I think, like, the Gary Russell fight, if that shit could have really, really materialized, like if Gary could have been happy with the contract, according to Gary, obviously... You know, there was some shit saying he had to fight somebody else, you know. Uh, you right. You right. Tank on a diet. But that ain't a PBC diet. You can stop that, ignorant boxing. You can stop that right now. That is a Mayweather diet. Let's be clear. That is the Mayweather green print. He's fighting Mexicans and Latinos on, on pay-per-views in big days. That's, that's a Mayweather green print. Let's not even play any game of trying to say that's a PBC thing. First of all, he's a Mayweather promoted fighter, you know, not a PBC fighter. You know, his fights are on Showtime, uh, not on Fox. You know, um, different. Uh, Wilder was on a diet. I'm answering all these free questions because you know you hate in a day. You on one a day. Wilder was on a diet of people hiding from him, you mean. You know what I'm saying? But listen, uh, remember... I struck a deal with Fight Hype, so uh, if you want to see my interview with uh, Keith, one-time Thurman, check it out on fighthype.com. I'm also at my own pace uploading to my YouTube channel. I got two on my channel right now, Um, but if you're into comments, obviously, there's going to be way more engagement on Fight Hype, uh, so you can watch them both. Support me here and support me there. Um, We're trying to get the word out. Uh, the awareness of the boxing voice, you know, and, and, and the podcast. So uh we're we're putting our interviews on 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 fight hype to get that attention, um, to get those eyeballs and uh that engagement in the comment section, man. You know what I mean? Letting them know. We talk boxing over here too, man. We're over here, we're rocking out, we're doing it seven days a week and we're taking phone calls. We wanna interact. We wanna hear your opinions on everything that this sport has to offer and uh yeah man let me get to these phone calls looking like we got somebody already in baltimore who is it i'm gonna learn that number pretty soon here actually yes 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 this is ra what's going on Um,
4: i'm how are you Um, brother all right so i'm good brother so i you know i just uh, I was just thinking about this On so my workout this morning um, You know far as boxing As um, far as competing You know When we get into sports And we compete against the best So it's like In boxing I just don't understand how You know Dudes can call themselves Warriors or anything like that When they're not competing Against the best You know what I mean And as far as tank go You know I know Coach Calvin personally So it's like for Coach Calvin to just like, okay, so Tank is pitching that chasing legacy stuff, moving up to 140, but he's fighting Barrios. I mean, Barrios is not nobody really at 140 to be saying you chasing to be great. I can see if he was chasing Regis or something like that, but he's that's not, you know what I mean? They as as supporters of the sport for so long, it's just like how I, I'm just thinking about just doing away with you know what i mean i'm trying not to because i love the sport so much i go i'll go back to vernon Forrest with it but you know it's just like boxing is like how y'all were talking about bob and everything like that like it's just it's not right bro you know the only thing you can do to fix it is boycott boxing or something like that you know what i mean because this it's just not they just hustling an art form you know what i mean so i'll let you speak on it but um I, I was just thinking about that this morning. It's funny how you was talking about Bob Arum and stuff like that because they're just killing the sport, man.
2: Peace, man. Peace, brother. Thank you for calling in, man. Thank you for choosing the platform to uh, express your frustrations. Uh, I'm putting. Don't leave, big homie. Stay down with us. He said he might, you know. Tap out on the
0: boxing. I'm going to tell you, that's a great call from Baltimore, man. But stay with us, man. It's just going to get better.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, we about to get some nice fights. You know, listen, it ain't always going to be sunshine. Even out here in Florida, it's raining, man. Not today, but it rains. So, like, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. All these phrases are old phrases, you know? Like, we, we shouldn't be shocked. These are all old phrases. And, you know, we got to hang in there. We got to hang in there. Because eventually, you know, we'll get the Keith versus, you know, Danny and the Keith versus Sean. It, it happens. It takes times. But it does manifest. You know, that's the issue that right now, you know, these kids get into and they want to be the best. But their advisors like, listen, look at what Floyd said in his press conference. And how how can you fault Floyd? How doesn't he make sense? He makes absolute sense, I mean. My kids can't eat legacy. Fuck my legacy. What about my bank account? He said, you dudes keep talking about me, but when you go home, look at the house you go home to, look at the house I go home to. And it's true. People could say, oh, he, oh, he's so materialistic. What the fuck else is it about? Do you want to live in a cardboard box? Do you want to be under a motherfucking... Uh, overpass because i see it coming from the east coast and in and in florida bums come south for the winter like the birds it's just the truth so like dudes gotta stop talking ridiculousness you know what i mean um but fighters also have to be like yo i never had a million dollars now i got a million dollars i can make this million last Stop buying $600,000 chains when you first made got a million in the bank. How about you set up some, some security so that you can take the tough fight? Shout out to my man, Dion Nicholson, man. Follow Dion Nicholson. Why? Because he took the short check, man. And a lot of you going to try and forget him because he lost, but he put his heart on his sleeve. He took the short check and he bet on himself. It ain't work out this time. That's boxing. You understand? but he ain't sit around waiting to become 35 years old to finally get in the fucking fight. No, he got in a fight, he took less of money, he betted on himself, he tried. Some of these dudes wait until they got the security in the bank to take that opportunity. And that's what we get frustrated at. And sometimes it's right. Sometimes it's right to do that, but it's like I said, if you if you manage your money correctly, Bro, listen, man, I, I know I can make any amount of money work. Give me whatever. I'm going to make that shit fucking last. I'm going to make it last, okay? And, and that's what some of these fighters need to do because they don't know when they're getting their next paycheck. And sometimes you got to take a pay cut to get an opportunity, you know? Put yourself in position, man. Put yourself so many in position.
0: Older, so many older fighters... You know, and I and I run into old fighters, you know, here and there. But some of the old fighters, man, they end up dying broke, and all they have is their legacy. Word. So, Well, you know, not
2: even. You kidding me? Bro, bro, Bo is broke with no legacy. I'm sorry. I know people going to hate on me because they always say I hate on older people. But, like, first of all, your legacy is that you didn't want to fight Lennox, and you threw your belt on the trash, and now you broke, too. <laughs> hmm. I'm just saying. So legacy don't mean shit. Floyd killing these dudes either. He gave you the green print and he giving you the quotes. Fuck your legacy, man. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Fuck that legacy. Like, it's cool. And it, it'll come. It'll come if you just play your cards, right? Like, how can you not be in the big fight? Even That's what I'm saying. Even Laura got the big fight. Trout got the big fight. Everybody gets the big fight eventually. You just got to be available and ready when it comes, man. We got to... Super chat, he says per Mike Coppinger, Thurman versus Porter, two in talks fall 21. Um, maybe, maybe. Uh, I I I did not hear nothing, but let's put that together. Think about this. If Porter's on his podcast saying he got the call and he's excited about the fight, is he excited about a Keith Thurman rematch coming off a loss? Cause I could have sworn I also heard him on his podcast saying something like he didn't want him off a loss. You know what I'm saying? Cause he understood he won't get the type of credit he deserves. I thought that's what I heard him say. I could be wrong, but we all listen to Porter podcast, the Porter way. Maybe y'all could let me know. Um, that being said, we got another super chat here coming in from Joshua Davis, who says it's interesting though, when you think about what Buddy McGirt said, also Gary saying he hurt him in sparring, Prince gets things done, except for Shakur. So basically he's saying maybe we don't know Shakur is chinny, but then that would be the complete opposite of what every fighter says when they watch him spar and when they spar him. He spars up in weight. He spars Crawford. This kid's 130 just moved up from 126 he's 130 he spars crawford he spars troy isley these these dudes look up to him how you gonna look up to a dude who's chinny dudes literally coming on here talking about yo Shakur is amazing i just be like i don't know if y'all paying attention when i'm interviewing but i've heard my guests say they be amazed at how Shakur be in that ring how intelligent he is you know how fat like I'm not running with Shakur doesn't have a chin um (laughs) dude the dude wants the sparring to be leaked of him and Lomachenko like who who who's got even a fucking who's ever said that maybe Gary the only dude who's ever said they hurt Shakur like nah I'm not running with that without proof but good 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 debate debate. What about you? You believe Shakurka Bicini and that's why Top Rank is keeping a leash on him?
0: No, absolutely not. I don't believe that. You know, maybe that's some sort of weird marketing, you know, to say, you know, if he's in a fight against this big puncher, he's getting ready to, you know, maybe maybe that's what it is, but I ain't never heard that before.
2: Yeah, me neither, me neither. I don't know. What about trying to chat, man? Uh, Ken Stone with the Super Chat says, uh, give me Khan versus Broner. I love that. I love that. I'd also love um, Thurman versus Khan. You know Broner versus Thurman. You know uh, he never got the call for neither of those fights. And throw EJ in that interview dropping soon. Never. You know uh, Ken Stone with another one says, per- "Oh, we read that." Intrigue says Thurman gonna finish the job on Porter this time. Hashtag one time back. Um. I don't know, man. You know, I'll tell you this, though. If it is Porter, it could be a dangerous fight. Because he feels he's got Porter's number. So is he going to get up for the fight? You know? Is he going to get up for the fight? He literally told me yesterday that that camp for the porter fight wasn't even a full camp he was going through all type of shit he actually went through a breakup for that camp so and he said he still took it because he sparked porter in the past and he said you know like out of a week's worth of sparring he always had the better so he like man i'm taking that shit, and he took it and he said as you can see in the beginning of the fight by the round, the second round i started playing the rope because i wasn't in full conditioning so i felt i wanted to feel his power to be to know that i could do that in the later rounds and if you remember that fight his back had mad weps on it from being on the rope so much
0: you know yeah think porter feel like he got thurman's number two so that's gonna be two cats you know saying? Mean, uh thinking they got each other's number i feel like like porter is he, he would be itching for that fight
2: bro Keith literally told me he'd think Porter don't got no power because he don't let his punches go. He says, like, he's so busy trying to throw a bunch that, like, he don't fully extend. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to bring it back so quick. I don't know. I don't know. You know, um, if, if, if that's the case, I, I, maybe it just happened today. You know, again, fight hype is huge, you know? Maybe it happened today. We dropped this few interviews and, and people made a phone call, maybe. Um, but... I wanna, I wanna, I wanna believe that uh, as of yesterday, he had nothing on the table. You know, I, I, I didn't feel like he kept anything from me. Um, so maybe, and you know, I've dealt with these dudes so many times, man, that I know that sometimes they don't even know when they gotta fight. You know that I'll be honest with you, that's how me and Ken got so tight because I'm the one told him he was gonna fight Devin for the for the IBF versus Sean. And, and, and he didn't know And then when it came true He's like You know We became friends He's like Mr. Gibbs He was right You know And uh, it was over After that They're like Yo come out for the Celebration party Cause I was like The oracle I was like Yo the man, I need you to get on This interview bruh. I heard you about to Get Devin for the IBF He like What I ain't get no phone call About that I'm like Bruh You about to fight Devin for the IBF Get Sean on this show Real quick And it went down Like that man and he remembered that, man. So it was pretty cool. Um, yo. Yo. You said something? You froze?
0: You know we got Fab in the building.
2: Oh, he jumped on?
0: Yes, sir. I'm, Fab- in, I'm in.
2: Fabio, what's going on, brother? Uh, can you... Because um, you got the blur on. Maybe if you turn your phone sideways, it'll take the blur off.
5: Oh, yeah. Sure, I see.
2: Boom. there we go so how are you man fabio wardley in the building match room heavyweight and uh sign white correct
5: yeah that's my manager that's my guy
2: so fabio man uh obviously we've been following your career from the very beginning uh because of your attachment to dillian uh but man your performance versus melina i love it mm. brother i love it that was a great performance and um Exciting, that's what you bring. I like that you're like very agile too. You're not like this typical slow, squared up heavyweight, you know. You kind of, I don't know, maybe they're gonna laugh at me because we're we're live, but uh I like a bigger Sergio. Do you did you ever watch Sergio Martinez? Do, do did you like him as a fighter or no? Yeah, I watched a few. Um, I
5: wouldn't say I watched too many, but I watched a bit of him, but that's what I always wanted to be. I always wanted to be something different. I never, I always looked at a lot of the heavyweights and things. And the ones that, that, that jumped out the most to me were the ones that could move, the ones that had that different edge that brought that something different that would put the kind of your usual heavyweights and throw them off a bit. And, and that's what I kind of aim for. And that's what I'm gone for.
2: Well, I mean, feel free to jump in because um, I don't want to hog them. You know, I will. No, I had a question for you, champ. Uh, yeah. King, I mean, um, let me ask you, what
0: type of um, – we talked about sometimes you, when you have a, a, a bigger name fighter, a fighter that's made themselves a star, you know, year-round fighter like Dillian White. Just mm-hmm. watch his experiences. What sort of conversations do you have about the fight
5: game, both inside and outside of the ring? Like, the thing with me and Dill is that I know that me, he – there's a lot of this it's becoming a bit of a trend now where younger fighters are signed into kind of the older fighters in the game and stuff and and it's becoming more of an attachment thing but that i know the thing with me and dill is that we know between us there's no bullshit and i know with him that for 100 and always he will always tell me the truth and even if we disagree on things even if we butt heads on things i appreciate that more than anything that he is always just straight up raw, just plain with me about about the game and about how it can be sometimes, and about how how you need to manoeuvre and certain things that you need to do. He's always been very plain and honest with me about about all of that, um, and I think that's why we've we've got on so well and why we've done so well together. That he is he is exactly what you see on TV and exactly what you get on the tin. There's no there's no gimmicks, there's no games, there's nothing extra. He never, he's never sugar coated anything for me. He said, look, this is how the game works. If you want to succeed, you need to do this, 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 this. And the thing I looked to him for as well was that he's laid the path. He's done it. He's came from the same place as I came from. He's walked the road already. So all his his biggest thing he said to me is, look, I've done it already. You can do it. That's the evidence. That's all the evidence you need is me, is that I'm here. I'm moving forward. I'm progressing to them them top level. So as long as you stay on your game, as long as you stay focused, you stay in the gym, you stay training, you can get there too.
2: Yeah. And I think that you're on a fast track. Um, because, uh, you know, we watched the, the Molina fight and, and I, in my post fight reaction, I'm like, well, there's no backwards step now. You know, you, you fought a, a, a world title challenger, common opponent with, with a lot of big names in the sport. So, um, what do you want moving forward? What direction do you want to go uh, now that you did get a name like Eric Molina that reaches across the pond, both on your side and our side?
5: That fight for me was was strategic in the sense that we wanted to build from there. Like before that fight, I was I was known in the UK and stuff, but I needed a name that was known across these across the pond that that was well known around that I could. I can take that scalp, and then people will give me that credit across from here, there, and everywhere else. So that's why we wanted that, and that's why we moved on that. Now there's still some good domestic fights I'm, I can have here back in the UK. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to run away too crazy. I'm not trying to go start hunting for the next world title challenger or, or, or them kind of top five, maybe even top ten in the round guys. I'm not going there just yet. But I am always in them good fights and them nice challenging fights. I'm never trying to have something easy. I wanna I've still got a lot to learn and I'm self-aware of that. But I always think that the best ways to learn are in them good testing, challenging fights. So I always want those. And you know, I, I was gonna
0: ask you, I had been thinking about this question all morning. Um, and you already pretty much answered it. But just, you know, I, I kinda see you and, and for me, the fight, the fight that you had during fight camp last year. When you came out with the mustache, <laughs> bro, that puts you on the radar. I'm stateside. Like, yo, this guy sound like he about to fuck some shit up. Right? And it was a very good yeah. fight. And I was going to ask myself, like, where do you see yourself? Do you see yourself more with the Tony Yoka's and the FA Jagba's? Or do you... Because you kind that fight with Melina kind of moved you to that, that realm to where we more see you going in the direction of... Maybe not just a chasora just yet, but you know what I
5: mean. Um, in that direction, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. There's almost kind of gatekeeper level people to just before that that top tier, and that's that's definitely the aim. But at the same time, like I say, there's I still think in myself and and me and the team, we're still looking at. There's still a few more boxes to tick. There's still a few more things to do. There's still a few more bits of my game I want to work on and refine. At, at. At a slightly lower level as opposed to just pushing straight for that that top tier and jumping straight in there because i have no i have no amateur background i've never had an aba an amateur fight in my life i've never done that so like i came from something here in the uk that's called white collar which is like unlicensed boxing and i only ever had four of those in total and then i turned pro like i've um i turned pro when i was 20 no sorry not even turned pro I'd like I first ever put on a pair of gloves when I was 20 years old that's the first time I ever even um, put on a pair of gloves I turned pro about two years later when I was 22 I'm 26 now like I've only been in the game for four years and like I've still got so much to learn so as much as I, I've always been keen to throw myself in the deep end and, and and get on with those those big those hard those testing fights but I still at the same time there's just a little pullback of there's still a few more things, a few more boxes I need to take off.
2: Nah, that makes absolute sense, man. And it's uh, it shows how level-headed and, and the sort of boxing IQ that you do have. That being said, uh, you said that there's still some domestic fights that you want to do. Uh, who are those names? Who are the guys that are on your radar domestically?
5: Uh, There's good fights between, like, there's Nick Webb who fought on the same show that that I did when I fought Molina. He had a good win coming off that. Didn't There's he fight a... Nathan
2: Gorman before? Sorry? Ha- hasn't he fought Nathan Gorman before?
5: Uh, no, they haven't oh. fought. Okay. They haven't fought before, but again, Nathan Gorman's another name as well. Someone that is is highly, highly respected here in the UK, as, as a good kind of prospect up and coming. Um, and then there's Daniel as well, Daniel Dubois, but he's on a, he's probably on a bit of a higher trajectory than us, but still that's, that's another one for a fight or two down the line as well. So there's, there's options and things to do back here as well. So like I said, I'm still in my building phase and there's good fights to have here and, and elsewhere.
2: Uh do you feel any pressure now that you've been ranked so high? Cause like you are amongst the you know top 50 heavyweights and and normally you know, everybody on that list is a name you know everyone mm. everyone is known or or has been established um you know i ask you a better question uh julao Zhang is on matchroom mm. he, he had the fight with uh jerry Forrest. Um, Great is that something you're ready for or do you need a few more because he is a big guy he is a big guy
5: he is a big guy but I think Jerry Jerry did his thing and he he issue he a lot of holes in in Lang's game that if you can get through round two three and put a bit of pressure on him that tank that engine runs empty very quickly and I don't know if I don't know if he had cam problems. I don't know if it wasn't the best run or whatever else. But but Jerry showed there that even with, with like the time Jerry got knocked down and, like numerous times and and whatever else, but he still just just I, some something past three four rounds. Zhang seems to just kind of lose that killer instinct that seems to go somewhere. He seems to miss it. So that's definitely an option. That's definitely a possibility. It's not something I'd say no to. Not at all
0: or because there's a U- you know the UK uh, Australian rivalry you know i was thinking
5: somebody like a lucas brown you know what i mean a little you know kind of mm. you know, something i tried I, I tried i tried that that's how melina came about i tried that before melina and mm. i was going i went back and forth with lucas brown for for 6 to 9 months wow. and and he just was not playing ball he was the hardest person to deal with he was That was how, actually, the whole Molina fight came about because I was set to... So, I was trying... So, my fight before Molina was with Richard Lati. So, for that fight, I was actually originally scheduled Which to fight... Which, I love Lucas
2: that fight. That was a great fight. That one was mm-hmm. in the matchroom fight camp, right?
5: Uh, No, that was the one after. One after. Okay. They did in the, in the Wembley. So, yeah, for that fight, I was actually supposed to fight Lucas Brown. And then two weeks before... He pulls out and says, I'm not fighting, I don't want to do it, blah, 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 blah. So we have to scramble, find someone late notice. Luckily, we get Richard Larty. So I get a fight, that's cool. He comes to me again a month or so after and says, look, I want to go. I want to do it this time, I want to go. So times are going by, we're sorting it out, we're sorting it out. And I didn't want to be in the same position as to where he just backs out last minute. So we gave him, we gave him like an ultimatum. and we said to him, we said, look, Either you say yes and you sign and you agree by this date or we're not doing it. Or I'm not messing around with you like that. Um, and he and we got to that point and went past that point and he didn't do it. So I wash my hands of it from then onwards. He's, if like if you don't want to do it, just say don't mess me around, don't play games with that. I don't do that. And that's why that's why in that early stage as well, I commend Melina because it took it took a day and two phone calls for the me and Melina fight to be made. They called me in the morning. And said Lucas is not on the table anymore. Would you go for Molina? I said yes, no problem. They called Molina. They said, um, would you fight Fabio Wardley? He said yes, no problem. Boom, done. That's how. That's how these things are supposed to be done in this game. Not all the back and forth, all the messing around that Lucas Brown was doing. So that was a. That was how that all kind of that all came to came to happen.
2: All right, we got some questions from the people. Steve in the UK says, hi, Fabio. With Matchroom leaving Sky for Zone UK, do you see this as a good move for your career in particular? Or would you rather have stayed with the comfort and almost guaranteed viewership that Sky Sports can offer? Thanks for coming on the show and good luck with your career, Steve, in the UK.
5: It's a, it's a difficult one. I think it's very early to see Sky Sky Sports here not just Sky Sports boxing but Sky Sports and Sky as a whole are so well established here in the UK that it's, it is it is a risky move on Matchroom's part in some sense but also uh, knowing Eddie and knowing the kind of vision he has for Matchroom and what he wants to do with with the company and with the brand and how he wants to expand it I think the only logical option was then to move with someone like DAZN, who can, who can give him those those platforms and in different countries and things like that. So, I think in the short term, it would have been more ideal if, if for me personally, if I'd have been fighting on Sky. But in the long term, I think once Zone gets this real foothold in boxing and really establishes itself, I think overall it will be the best decision.
2: Uh, we got a we got what Repit uh who says would you accept a fight versus Dillian White even though he is your friend?
5: <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Um purely off a uh, like I I run myself by some strict kind of moral codes and and I came from I had nothing and, and nothing going for me within boxing, nothing big, nothing massive like only me and Dil know the real story, but he pulled me out of a out of a serious space at a point where like my career could have just been left to rot, and he pulled me out of a situation where he didn't need to, he didn't have to, he had no means to, other than he knows what it's like as a fighter to be at that kind of lower level and to be messed around and to be used and whatever else, and, and he gave me this opportunity and he put me on these shows, and now I'm able to... To thrive because of it, so I'd never go against him. I've I've got nothing but pure, pure love and respect for that man.
2: All right, uh, we have James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas. It says Wilder versus Fury three. Who wins and how?
5: I think same result. I think same result, and and by the same kind of reasoning, I think Fury will do the same thing. I think he'll step on the gas. And just pressure Wilder. I think Wilder's seriously uncomfortable on that back foot. I don't think he knows how to work comfortably like that. And and even with bringing in Malik Scott, I know Malik really well. I spent a lot of time with him when we was both out in um, Ukraine together sparring with Usyk. I spent weeks with Malik, and he's he's a really knowledgeable boxing guy. He knows his stuff. But I don't think I don't think the limitation is with Malik. I think it's with Wilder. Is that I think he's at that point where to try and readjust him so much into the kind of boxer that he needs to be to beat Fury, I just don't know if that's a possibility.
2: Mm. Uh, Did you hear about the undercard announcement? Uh, Allegedly, FA Ajagwa versus Frank Mm. Sanchez and uh, Adam Kovnaki, uh, Hellenius rematch. What do you think of those? Yeah, I heard
5: about those. They're good. Good fights. Real good fights.
2: Who are you picking in that Sanchez uh, Ajagwa? Who you favor at least?
5: I would edge it to um, a Jaguar, I think in in Frank's last fight, I don't know. I didn't. I watched his last fight, and I wasn't too. I wasn't for someone who's Cuban, comes from that good schooling. I didn't see a lot of that, and I don't know. Right. Again, I don't know if it was just because of the fight, because of the opponent and stuff. But from what I saw, I was just like, mm, there seemed to be something kind of missing there.
2: Mm. Uh, we got Coach Myers in Connecticut that says, Good morning, champ. Which fight would you consider coming to the U.S. to make your debut here? Michael Coffey, Cassius Cheney, Trevor Bryant, all American undefeated heavyweights?
5: I wouldn't mind any of those. I wouldn't mind any of those. So Coming to America is something that me and the team have definitely spoken about. Um, it's something we wanted to do before the end of this year um with everything how it's being at the moment hopefully they're still in the plans, still able to be done um in terms of an opponent it's i'm still we're still like it's not nothing set for that but that's definitely in the works and in the plans of something we want to do but i'd happily take any of those
2: we got ryan o'rourke from uh liverpool that says what's up fabio uh, with Eddie saying he wants to take Dillian to fight in the States this year, maybe his next fight, and also introduce a lot of UK talent to America, do you see yourself being on the undercard of White or the undercard of AJ in September in the Tottenham Hotspur Portland. Stadium?
5: <laughs> That's the one, yeah. Um, yeah, like I say, the the thing with Dill was planning to go to... Um, he was planning to fight in America in September. Um, whether he's still going to do that is a different question. It's probably not. He'll probably stay here in the UK. And Maybe if he does go, he'll go later in the year. But if he fights in the US, there's always the option for me to do it as well, if I wanted to. And it's been in the plans, like I said before, me and the team have spoken about it already. Like after having that kind of melee a fight now, I'm in a position now where I need to kind of expand my audience show some new eyes to kind of seeing me and, and me and how I box. And and that's obviously the next move for that is obviously coming to America.
2: All right. We have another one coming in from Brandon in Houston that says, hey, Fabio, thanks for coming on the show. I really don't remember a heavyweight fainting as much as you do. How did you develop that style?
5: Um, It's something that we like me and my coach have worked on for a while. Um, in the in the Molina fight, you saw it quite a, in a in a drastic sense. I was doing it a lot just because a lot of the time I knew he was trying to draw me in. He was he was bent back, kind of slanted back in a half shell kind of position, and he was trying to lead me in. So I had to faint a lot to kind of draw him out of that slightly in certain circumstances. So. It's not, I'm not trying to fight like that all the time, but it just called for it in the Molina fight. It's probably where you saw that the most. Mm. Uh,
2: Next one is from Ken Stone in, uh, I believe, Haiti, who says, What up, champ? What do you do? (laughs) What up, champ? What do you think about a potential fight between Johnny Fisher and Chris Lovejoy? (laughs)
5: i think it's great i had johnny in the gym with me on um on monday he was with me on monday we got some rounds and we did some sparring and johnny is johnny's a great guy he's a great kid he's got a lot of potential um and i think the um the lovejoy fight would catapult him it would it would really send him i think that would only be his his third fight maybe um and to take someone on like that in your third fight would be a decent would be a massive statement, and Johnny can do it. It'd be it'd be a great fight. I'm all for it. Um, hopefully, it comes off. I know me and me and Johnny are aiming for the same dates of fight camp, so hopefully, it comes off, and hopefully, I get to witness it.
0: I just want to slide a question right in here. I know you didn't start boxing until later, but did you play any other sports? Did you play football or anything by any chance?
5: Yeah, I played football here um, when I was younger. Uh, for from when I was a kid up until about 18, 19. Um, But then I tore both of my ankles um, kind of around 17-ish. And then from then onwards, just playing wasn't really, like it wasn't, it just didn't work. My body couldn't hold it up like in in terms of like that. So I had to quit playing football. um, And then that's kind of what left that that sporting gap in my life for me to kind of find boxing and fall into it.
2: Uh, we got Coach Myers uh in the in the Connecticut that says since you sparred Usik, do you think that he can outbox Anthony Joshua for twelve rounds and win a decision?
5: My thing with Usyk is I've seen him up close and personal. I've been in the gym with him. I've been over to Ukraine with him twice. I've spent probably about a month over there in total. Um, and I know what he can do. I know his capabilities. I know how good he is. I know how it feels to be in the ring with him. But the thing is, since he's he's moved up to heavyweight, the performances I've seen from him haven't been that same Usyk that I've shared the same that, that I've shared the ring with. So. If you'd have asked me that question kind of when he first moved up from cruiserweight before he'd had a heavyweight fight, I'd have said yes, no problem. But now uh, there's some questions for me to kind of to look at a bit more because the the performances from him at heavyweight haven't been what I expected.
2: Definitely. I don't. I personally don't think he's a, he's, a, he's a true heavyweight. Were you able to, like, muscle him around? Because I know he's tall, but is he strong in the inside when you had the clinch or when you had to spin him? When I was
5: there a lot, he didn't really let you get near him like you've seen in, in pretty much of all of his fights. He doesn't really let you hold on to him. He's always on the move. He's always on his toes. He's always bouncing, especially being from that southpaw stance as well. It's, it's awkward to kind of get in there. Um... And I I think, like I say, the adjustment from cruiser to heavyweight for him seems to be more difficult of a transition than I thought it would be.
2: All right. Uh, I think the last one is from Andre Dakota in New Jersey. This says, uh, does your team have, uh, excuse me, there's, yes, that is the last one. Does your team have a timeline in regards to the future boxing in the States, i.e. undercards? To build up your profile, best of luck in your career and don't be like some of your peers and duck the Boxing Voices request for interviews when you become a champion.
5: <laughs> <laughs> never, never, never. Um, we haven't really got a timeline.
2: We're we're
5: taking it as it comes. I think right now, with everything how it is in the world, it's difficult to, to set a plan in motion of saying, I want to do this by then, I want to box over here, I want to box over there because right now you don't know what's happening where you can go where you can't go and what you can and can't do so it's all a bit it's difficult at the moment it's definitely something i'd like to do before the end of the year like i said dill wants to box in america sometime soon as well so it's more than likely that when he goes i'll go with him
2: beautiful well uh fabio those are all the questions i want to thank you obviously for coming on the show we look forward to getting you back on as soon as you got anything to announce let us know. We'd love to have you back. Also, please give out your social media for anyone that isn't following you can do so. And thank you once again.
5: Thank you. Thank you. Um, all of my social medias are just my name. So my Twitter is just Fabio Wardley. Again, Instagram is Fabio Wardley. Just F-A-B-I-O. And then Wardley, W-A-R-D-L-E-Y. And you can find me on there. Give me a shout.
0: All right. There hey, you got to have it. That ring name to Fabulous Fab Wardley, man.
5: Hey, that's what my family's been telling me for a long time. They've been telling me that for a long time.
2: Yeah, You got the charisma
5: good. and you're developing a skill, brother. Appreciate that. Thank you, bro.
2: Yeah, man. All right. There you have it, ladies and gents. Fabio Wardley, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to go out to the uh, phone calls. Anybody want to give us your opinion, please go ahead and call in. one 425 569 41, press one, one time, voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Don't forget to add Nesta Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation from anywhere in the world. And uh, yeah, let's do it. Who's up? Who's up? All right. Well, I'm in the wrong area code. We're going out to Austin. What up?
4: I think I turned on eight. How are eight?
2: Say what? Hello? Austin, what up? Hello? Austin. Hey man, hey, could
5: you come back to me, bro? Could you sure, come back to me? Sure, my fault.
2: Sure, boy? sure, sure, sure. Edwin Solano. What up? Yo, what up, what up, what up, man? It was good. Oh man, I
1: just I just had a comment on that Bob Arrow thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and and I wanted to say that Bob Aaron is like ninety five years old. So Nester Gibbs you'd be the next uh, top rank uh, boss. And you know, make boxing
2: great
0: again, boss.
2: I wish it was that easy. We gotta get <laughs> Todd the buff
0: out of there first. <laughs> then we move Ness in. Hey, I hey,
2: mean, I mean hey, I'll but- tell you what, I I'll definitely do it for half of what Bob does it for. <laughs> Hey, Ned, but the way you're putting things in fruition, man, you never know, man. <laughs> hey, man, your lips to God's ears, Edwin. I, would, I wouldn't I would mind a job at Top Rank helping them out. Listen, I remember when um, Thomas Hauser was hired by by, by by HBO to advise them on matchmaking, bro. It was like a dream come true, you know, so. There you
1: go. There you go, man. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for the great interview. It was a great uh and uh, your partner's is real good too, man. Can't wait to hear more.
2: All right, shout out to Amin. Um, we going out to Houston, Texas. Brandon, what it do?
1: I'm gonna make a meal out of holy Spirit and form it, form it. You want me to go to jail, You me a homicide, form it, I- you might
6: said it takes you to the security guard, if you fight me, I'm gonna kill you. I'll go,
1: I'll you, bad, baby. What's up, man? What's up, my man? Yo, uh, great interview, you know what I'm saying? Great interview with Fabio. Uh, the F.A. Jogba thing, man, uh, that's an interesting fight. I don't know who will win that fight because, God, like, when I saw Frank at the last fight, I wasn't very impressed at all. Like, I, 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 that was my first time that fight. And I heard all this stuff about the Cuban flash and this and that. He got quick feet. I didn't really see none of that against the uh, Dominican Dynamite, man. I didn't see none of that. So, I think F.A. has an upper hand in that fight. Uh, Hellenius, I got Hellenius in that fight as well uh and uh yeah man that's about it uh great call and uh
2: great interview man uh keep up the good work bro all right thank you for calling in we got some other callers on the line if you want to go ahead and voice your opinion don't forget to hit us up on blog talk by pressing the numeral uno so i know that you want to talk coach myers connecticut keeping cassius cheney relevant you know i spoke to him yesterday actually uh bro I mean, let me break that news, actually, with you, or, or should you do it? Let me see if you up to date. <laughs> nah,
6: I ain't up to date, but oh. I'll get up to date. Nah, nah, I ain't up to date. I've been slipping. I've been slipping.
2: Bro, um, I got a new trainer, champ. Good trainer, too. Who, who? Yeah, yeah who that? I'm tight as hell, man. I work out this fucking deal with Fight High. We could have put him on the mat. You know that my narratives and 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 Fight Hype's views, bro. We would have had him like as the most feared heavyweight, but he he moved <laughs> he back in Philly. He back in Philly, man. He whipped Oh, Brad, right? man. oh, that's what's up. He whipped okay. Brad, man. He ain't go with Calvin Ford. He's going to be training with Stephen Edwards, aka I mean, I like Calvin Ford too.
6: Man. I like the Calvin Ford. Calvin Ford was a good trainer. I like him. But um, question, Ness, I mean, so what do you think about the fights potentially, Fabio versus Coffee or Cassius. Like, how do you think those I mean, play you know, out? You
2: know who's my guy, man. You know. Um... Well, I don't know, man. You've been riding with Coffee a lot harder over my boy Cash. Well, that's man. what I'm saying. Like, I don't you know. know man. You know, I'm picking Coffee to be to favor. To, I'm, a, I'm. I ain't putting them to beat. I'm. Picking, <laughs> I'm picking Coffee to be favorite over Fabio. Uh, even okay. even though you know Fabio's gonna have that UK love, that Dillian White gang gang, so they gonna, yep. they, gonna they gonna have him as a as a as a, as a, as a, either a close underdog or, or as a favorite himself, and, and, and coffee the underdog because he don't got no. I mean, Fabio got a bigger social media presence, man. He's yeah, yeah, these Americans out He'd here be tripping, an honor. man. Yep. You know, these Americans tripping. Fabio's a bigger guy on 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 uh, you know, Instagram. He's uh, known on both sides of the pond, but obviously so is Coffee. When when we spoke to Fabio, he said he'd take all those fights. He he acted like he knew exactly who they were. I mean, Cheney, the same thing. I would favor my guys, man. I mean, look, Floyd gives us sound bites to use. I'm always favor my guys, and that's a Floyd quote. And that's just that.
6: All right, all right, that's my call, Chen. Keep it going.
2: So uh, you know, I, that being said, it I, you know, um, I love how good Wardley looks, but I would be rooting for Cheney over Wardley, Coffee over Wardley. I would rather Wardley not fight those dudes so I could root for him because I love Wardley. You know what I'm saying? It's ironic that he he, he doesn't really, uh, you know, idolize or look up to Sergio. He started his career same age. He said first time he put the gloves was 20. So, you know, very a lot of similarities. I guess I'm the only one sees the Sergio movement but you know, I I, I rock with Ward Lee. I'd rather not see him fight neither one of my guys, especially not right now when when they gonna be getting a hundred and some thousand. Like, at least let that fight be for Millie if he gonna if he's gonna have to put, you know, either one of them minute But who was your third person? He said, You remember when the other heavyweights? Oh, Trevor. Trevor, nobody ever seen him Brian, man. And somebody sent me the link of his fight with Bermain Stavern. I still ain't watching. I still don't know what that dude looks like. I, I won't be. And he out here in Florida. I let me see if he got an Instagram. I'm gonna try and reach out to this dude, man. I'm gonna try and reach out to this dude and and, and see if I Trevor Bryan. Here you go to Dream, <sighs> bro. You need me. Four thousand followers. You need me. Okay. I mean, just I'm gonna just put call me, man. Call me. That's what I'm gonna put.
0: I oh. like to see Fab and Tony Yoka first. He mentioned good domestic opponents. You know what I'm saying? I like to see him in there against a Tony Yoka first, um, before he would take any of them other fights personally.
2: Damn, you tripping? You trying to put him in tough? Tony Yoka ain't no slouch. No, that's, but I'm just that's, I just that's, to... and that ain't even domestic. So like that's a French versus a UK dude and. Uh, Bro, Trevor out here tripping, and the picture, of his avatar is him and him and him and Don. Like he's straight. I guess in his eyes, he like, man, I'm a I'm a I'm a WBA reggae champ. Don made me a champ. I fucks with him. So I don't know. Lounge Sundays, where you at? Let me see where you at, cause I know he out here. Let me see how far he is. I'm stalking him on Instagram. Lounge Sundays, what's it? Hollywood floor. Damn, I was just in Hollywood. Damn, I was just in Hollywood, bro. Tch. Bruh, look, no, uh, let me not, I don't even, mm. I ain't even going to say it. I ain't even going to say it because it's going, to no matter how I say this, it'll come off wrong. So forget it. I'm going to keep that one to myself. But shout out to the champ, man. Look at him. We never seen this dude. He look, um, I don't know if he looked short or not because like the dude he with, it looks short. Like my man who, who 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 wanted to take the picture with him, Looks pretty short, but then the heavyweight don't look too much bigger. But we about to find him, man. I hit him up. We going to find him, and, and we going to put him on the map, man. We going to get him out. Because, yo, I swear, I don't think nobody knows who, who Trevor is like that. I mean, and look, only 4,000 followers. I mean, you know, not that many. Um, What rep it
7: would it do? What's up, uh... Shout out to Amin too on the on the panel right now. Um, Frank Sanchez, I have been hearing a lot of callers, and obviously yourself, right, with a little bit of doubt of his skills or his skill set in a sense. Uh, um, I'll bet. Uh, I'm betting on Frank Sanchez knocking out a He's been working on that left hook. His previous three fights, been missing it. He's been missing it, missing it over the. He's been going over the back with it. But it takes a while to learn how to sit on your punches, especially if you come from the uh Cuban national system. Uh similar to like uh Andy Reese, right? Andy Reese was also taught, went up in the came up with his uh Cuban coach in Mexico, right? In his uh in the lower the lower ranks and learned how to sit on his punches uh in the pros. And now he's back to the Cuban style with Eddie Reynoso. So uh, that's my opinion on that. Um as far as Shakura. Uh, He's still young, though, right? He's still, like, 22, isn't
2: he? I think he's 23 now, man. Yeah, they're... they're Damn. Skype restarted on him. Maldeñado. Fight our leftovers, bro. Fight Nakatani, fight. Fuck, I forgot. That shit did flag me again. Man, get that. I'm going to delete this motherfucking shit right now. This shit is deleted
3: what up bro background yeah Yo, you gotta use the old you gotta use the old um intro so I make a new one. you heard? um like i was saying man they're they doing a horrible job at top rank with Shakur stevenson he's probably the but the best young fighter out of that whole crop and they just giving them no-name fighters to fight and he should have been for oscar valdez I'm really hoping that they bring Lomachenko back down to 130 and put him and Shakur to fight. You think that might happen? Mm, Nah. Nope. Nah, right there. Not at 130. I don't know, man. But Lomachenko did say that if he lost to Tiafimo, he was going to go back down to 130, but he's still fighting at 135. I think if he struggles against Nakatani, because I think he's going to have a tough fight. If he struggles in that fight, he might go back down to 130. Now, if they feed him to Shakur, that's another story. I don't know. But they're doing a terrible job with him. I don't see how anybody would want to sign with top rank just by seeing what Bob Arum's doing with his top fighters. He dropped the ball on Crawford. He dropped the ball on TFC, man. He's already dropping the ball on Shakur. And there's
2: rumors that Devin Haney might be signing to top rank. Yeah, he I, that. that's a I, bad move. I, I don't know about all that, man. You, you know what Bill said, I hope said, that's man. not true, man. You know what Bill said. Bill said, you can't guarantee me nothing, because you can't guarantee the fighter, but, you know. So I, I ain't running with that, but you got hella background noise over there at the Seamoss factory. Yo, make sure y'all check out David Maldonado on Instagram. Get your CMOS. You know what I'm saying? Get it, get it. You know what I mean? Damn, Skype like all the way out. That being said, that was the last caller. If you want to blog talk, with you all, you want to hit that, that numero uno right now before I'm up out of here. Um, oh, actually, we got some super chats, man. I don't want to leave those behind. Let me see. Intrigue, we did that. Black says... Sanchez will school a Jagba. He may even stop him. Well, Black, now that's something I don't believe. I'm going be, to need to be made a believer on that one. I for real, I don't know. Uh, R. Jonesy says Porter should want Thurman regardless. He beat him. True. Coach Myers says, you can't beat Chinny and Spar three weight classes up. Yeah, he talking about Shakur. That's what I'm saying. I don't know about all that. And Punch, what up? He says, Demon, oh, I get Floyd, but he contradicted himself because it's legacy that's giving Floyd the opportunities to host these events. Legacy reign supreme. I mean, I, mean, I guess, but what he's saying is, like, don't only focus on that because you can't feed your kids the legacy like you know his dude's out here like baldemir right wasn't he undisputed and 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 i'm pretty sure he ain't doing all right right now you know uh can't eat them books can't eat them books man we got Etho cool that says big shout out to king amin great job a natural salute yeah yeah, we gotta get King I Amin mean, a mic, man. Who gon who gonna donate? Give me the give me that $50 super chat. We need I Amin mean, with a real mic. Uh is a nice little one. I just sent it to somebody yesterday. Let me see if I can find it. I'm gonna put it in the chat, man. Who gonna we need to make a wish list, a TBV wish list? Damn. Damn. So wild uh big baby on the Wilder fury three card too? Verse, who the hell is he fighting Tersh, Tershkin who the fuck is that who the three who is that yo big baby Jared Anderson is fighting somebody on a wilder three card that's another great addition damn Ooh. that's a great addition you going to an 8 rounder or a 10 rounder probably 8 rounder right I didn't get full detail I just got the message but um, that's a lot of heavyweights man I like the way they thinking man uh oh we got a new call in the St. Louis Shout out to uh, my man, Devin Alexander, Kevin Cunningham. What's going on out here? Who this in the Lou?
1: Yeah, this, this Reggie. Reggie, what's Lord. going on, man? Hey, what's up, Ness? I, I, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the Border Wars Uh-oh. coming up. Hey, where's, uh, how will I be able to watch that?
2: Uh, you can watch it on the BPE app and you could also watch it in person if you want to be there live and just hang out with the gang we're gonna be in the building
1: oh uh, no i know i won't be able to
2: make that you bad. said reggie right but
1: yeah reggie y'all the st louis
2: nice got you down brother yeah man hey, you can watch it on the bpe app bpe app yep it's, it's available on android and it's available on iphone and uh you know apple store as well
1: Oh, okay then. Hey, why don't y'all, y'all, y'all consider having the border wars in St. Louis and uh, make it in the honor of uh, Leon Spinks?
2: Hey, man, get, get, get us a venue and we'll come to town, man. If you want to be the man, yeah. if you want to be the man known for bringing border wars to St. Louis, hit me up on yeah, our Instagram and, and let's it. talk, man. Hit me up on Instagram and okay, let's yeah. talk. Have yeah,
1: you, have, you, have you ever talked to Kevin Cunningham
2: about that? I mean, Kevin's out here with me, man. He he actually so far oh, okay. from me. He's so far from me, man. He's on he's on oh, Delray. Be, oh, okay. He's in Delray Beach. It's like three hours from me. But uh, he's in Florida, man. He's not in the loo no more.
1: Oh, okay, man. Yeah, because that would be an honor. You know, the honor Leon Stink. And we got some top fighters that come out of St. Louis, you know. Kevin Alexander, you know. Uh, Corey Stinks, Leon, Michael, you know. Don't forget about Vaughn. All right, yeah, y'all should work on that, man.
0: For sure.
2: Oh, that's For sure. all I had. Hey,
1: that's all I had
2: to add. All right, brother. Thank you. Um, I mean, I might, I might come out to PA, man. I might do the PA. Uh, I'm getting hit up by the spot in PA. We might do PA. Bring it back to the tri-state. Uh, what's next, man? Skype back up what we cut off on who we cut off on who was it who got left with all the words was it what rep it, rep it yeah you 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 you, oh. you. what up what up what up, what rep it?
7: Oh. <laughs> what's up uh do you know where that rep thing comes from
2: uh I'm assuming like rep the town represent right
3: uh,
7: Jim, remember that Jim Jones song? Rapid. Rapid, rapid, it Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I got to look it up. I don't remember that. Yeah. Well,
7: that's where it comes from. Um what was it saying Oh yeah Shakur um you think his mat you think his 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 uh prime weight is going to be in the uh in the 140s or what?
2: He said welterweight. That's what he yeah. believes he'll be a welterweight.
7: Do you think that, that he's going to be... Uh, I've seen him standing side by side with Crawford, and he looks like a, about two inches smaller, doesn't he?
2: Bradley's small, too.
7: You think that's his uh, prime weight class, in your opinion?
2: I can't tell, because he's you know he hasn't had enough fights in all of them yet to see. Like Somebody got to bully him for me to be like, nah, he can't move up right now. He's doing his thing.
7: Well, if that's the truth, then I think his prime... That means his power that uh, that he's not ex- that suppose he's not exhibiting right now is going to be exhibited in that weight class, and that's why he's kind of he's not uh, knocking everybody out in this weight class. He's probably too drained. So that was my last uh, point, and uh, also I forgot to tell you, I think you're going to be the Joe Rogan of boxing. You just gotta, you just gotta, you just got that lane. I see it in the future. So I'm off.
2: All right, well, man, hopefully, man, because Rogan is huge. We we would love some TBV clips on this show. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for an intern, and I'm willing to pay, actually, on a monthly basis. Nothing crazy, but at least you can make a—I'll pay your car payment. I mean, not a a Mercedes, not a BMW, but we could get you a Honda like me. We could get you a Honda. We could get you a Kia. We could get you a new Toyota, you know, and if you work hard— Your car will be paid by TVB, you know, every month. And all you got to do is just clip my interviews. Like, Fabio deserves to be an individual interview on YouTube, an individual interview on Instagram, you know. Fight hype. Fight hype as well, you know, so that people can see that interview. I need a clipper. A clipper, an uploader, and an emailer. Simple. You can do it from your phone if you have time. You know, it's a little difficult from your phone, obviously, you know, but if you have an iPhone, you can definitely do it from your phone. I think um, it's it's gonna be you. You would have to, you know, talk to me. We can talk. We can talk, and I can teach you the ways. I'll give you the. What was that Star Wars uh, parody?
0: Spaceballs.
2: Spaceballs, and what was there? Uh, you know, it was like the Schwartz. Maybe it was the Schwartz. Like you know, because uh, like the force was. Yeah, for Star Wars, but space War- Space Wars has something else. When you know, it'd be like, ah, whatever. I'm fucking it up. What
0: well, movie movies. buffs say? Listen to chat.
2: Eighty move eighties movies and shit. You know how it is. But uh, JT in Dallas, are you available? No availability. All right, so we up out of here. Next GTO. Instagram and Twitter. Catch me on the next one.
0: King Amina Vesics on Instagram. Championship rounds uh, on YouTube. King Amina Vesics on YouTube. Come back and join us later, folks.
2: Oh, Dan, let me double check these supers. Make sure I ain't leave no man behind. Mm, We got... Coach Myers said, what do you think about Charlo hating on Wilder? Mm, what he said, to to not make excuses? That's hating? I, I don't know, maybe I'm paraphrasing. What he said, Coach Myers, come on back with the boomerang. Or the triple rang, if you already used the boomerang. Because I want to know what he said exactly, I ain't read it. Well, I mean, basically, yeah. I mean, but
6: why you got to keep going, though? Like, how long you going to keep hating on the men? Like, he get his fight announced and you're still talking. Like, nah, he's he, fighting cop but, but I thought you know he, I'm he said, but,
2: just go ahead and focus, get the win and no excuses. Like, what do you exactly nah, say? he
6: said, well, I got to go see it again. But he was basically saying, stop using race. Stop using race. Basically, stop using excuses. But mm. how long are you going to keep saying it, though? Like, it's over. Like, for me, I just feel like. He's fighting top competition. Fury's number one in the world. How are you going to keep criticizing the man that's fighting the number one guy in the world and you're not? But,
2: you know, that's it. All right. Peace. Oh, Charlo said it ain't no race in boxing. That's what I'm being told. All right. Well, uh, catch us on the next one. Adi Vidocci. Peace.